Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Prime time on Money FM 89.3. All right. Well, supply chain upheavals, they are showing little signs of abating. No one would dispute that the COVID 19 pandemic created significant disruption to global supply chains, of course, and nothing like this had ever happened in decades. And many operators relied on strategies that only partly addressed their challenges. And then came the Russian invasion of Ukraine in February which then caused the greatest humanitarian crisis in Europe since World War II. The invasion compounded supply chain troubles in critical sectors, including agriculture, automotive, energy, and food. And as the frequency of the magnitude of the disruptions increase, applying ad hoc remedies to restore these predictability to a system premise on ever-increasing cost optimization became even more difficult. So how can organizations adopt to a proactive approach to their strategies? Well, let's find out. Cass Brenton, Vice President for Infor Supply Chain Management, Asia Pacific and Japan is joining us on the phone lines this Friday afternoon. Hello, Cass. Hi, Timothy. Thanks for uh, having me. Of course. Yes, yes. So the spate of recent food security issues that we've been hearing about really put the supply chain issue in the spotlight for many of us who may not have paid attention because of the manufacturing part of this earlier on this year. So how serious is this issue that we are looking at? Well, what we've seen in, in the supply chain is the, the the number of disruptions is, is impacting almost every aspect of uh, of the supply chain. Uh, if it is about uh, you mentioned earlier the semiconductors, uh, but it's also hitting um, uh, food and and where traditionally food was around food safety and food quality, now it has become also about food uh, security. So we have seen in, in a huge amount of disruptions in the supply chain, and it is really impacting everybody's and everybody's life because the disruptions are following up after each other in an extremely high frequency um, and, and a high speed. Yeah. Yeah, Kes, from source to deliver to return, supply lines have been pushed to the brink, right, for the past two years, really. How does this impact different stakeholders, like big manufacturing conglomerates to even the smaller producers and then, more importantly, to the rest of us? Yeah, what, what companies have been experiencing is, is unprecedented, and I think that has been the term used all the time. So what companies need to do to, to reclaim their supply chain is uh, to enable, build resilience in your supply chain, mm-hmm. uh, build also agility and speed into that. Um, and there is technologies out there and, and smart decisions to, to make that happen. Um, what became really clear that to manage and to secure your supply chain, if that is food or, or any other product, um, it is not an enterprise problem. It is an end-to-end network problem involving many players around the, on that network. So even if you try to fix one link in that chain, that doesn't necessarily solve your problem because mm-hmm. there could be another link causing the problem. So I think companies need to look at it from a pure, from a network perspective, on from the whole end-to-end, as you mentioned, from fork or from farm to fork in, in the food supply chain, which aspect is secure, what are the alternatives, and how can companies ensure that there is enough resilience built in if something will go wrong. And as we all have experienced and as we all know, things will go wrong if that is related to transportation disruption, if that's a blockage in a canal, if that is a port where there's not enough labor or there's congestion in a port. 
um, the way. So there's disruption in transport. There's disruption in, in production because parts of ingredients are not available because of that transportation problem. So you see that, hey, you have to build that resilience into it. But don't look at it from your own enterprise perspective. Look at your end-to-end supply chain. Look at your end-to-end network involved in getting your products to market. Yeah, I guess that's why it's a supply chain issue because the chain reaction to it is also yeah. something to pay attention to. So here in Singapore, we have food importers who are now scrambling to find more sources for their supply lines. Uh, but is this going to be enough to solve this issue here locally? Um, I think uh, Singapore is extremely resilient and, and agile as well in coming with alternatives. So we've been working with companies who are impacted by uh, the reduction when, when air traffic uh, reduced big time and now mm-hmm. it's picking up big time. Uh, so imagine you have to f- fulfill all the food services to the planes uh, that went down with more than 50, went down with almost 90% and it's now picking up. So what those companies have done, they've looked for alternative sources of supply. They've looked for, instead of fresh, go for frozen goods. Uh, look for other countries where you can get the, the food from. And, uh, and where traditionally maybe lost what, a lot was related on containers. Maybe you can fly them in temporarily until you have built some stability in again. Uh, so there's a lot of resilience already in the supply chain here in Singapore. And companies are very smart and agile. Mm-hmm. To react to that uh, alternative sources of supply, alternative products frozen in fresh, that's, an, that's a solution in the food industry. I'm speaking to Cass Brenton, the Vice President for Infor Supply Chain Management here in Asia Pacific and Japan, talking about the issues many of us or challenges many of us are currently facing with regards to supply chain management. So Cass, how can businesses leverage digitalization to mitigate risks and imports across the supply chain? Yeah, there the, are the fantastic tools out there. And they're, they're, they're quite easy tools as well. So we use, uh, we offer machine learning based um, predictive ETA. Uh, so you get more very accurate when your goods do arrive at the port or do arrive at the, uh, at the door. Uh, so machine learning based uh, capabilities to ensure it, it's extremely accurate when your goods uh, do arrive. And this almost becomes essential um, because it is extremely complex with all those players involved. After we use all kinds of technologies uh, with Internet of Things technology to connect devices to the location where the goods are. And then you can link them all together over that multi, multi-enterprise network. Uh, so that is how data can be used to, to data support the decisions and use the technologies out there that are available. Okay, one last thing before I let you go, actually. Do you have any kind of good news for us down the horizon <laughs> then? For What should we be expecting? No. I mean, we're no. already ha- we're done with the first half of the year, so are we going to see something better in the second half or maybe even early next year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The disruptions will be there. Right? So people have, have seen the disruption, again, unprecedented. But what is happening is, hey, the, the prices for shipping goods have come down. Uh, the capacity in the bellies of the plane has gone up <laughs> and so those prices will go down so the, capa- the capacity will become available. A lot of companies have already found alternative sources of supply and there will be new challenges coming and there will be new demands coming as well, especially the sustainability sourcing and ESG related regulations will, will come to play as well. So 
Um, yes, I think uh, companies and, and companies will get used to the disruptions. They build all kind of strategies to deal with that, and they can reclaim that supply chain by thinking end to end and and uh, uh, applying the right strategies and technologies to provide the service at, at the constant right. speed that, that everybody's asking. All right. Well, I guess we're all hoping for the best, right, Cass? Thank you very much for joining us here this Friday, Cass Brenton, there, Vice President, Infor Supply Chain Management Asia Pacific. And Japan. You're listening to Primetime here on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.